I'm joined by Yvonne. Yvonne, if you'd like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your role and what it involves. I'm a lecturer in biomedical engineering at Nottingham Trent University. I teach uh, undergraduate students year one, two and three in biomedical engineering across various modules. I supervise PhD students, research project students. I have quite a few different roles. I had more in the past and now, but I also engage in international student uh, mobility. So it sounds like you have quite a varied job role. What does a typical day look like for you? One of the things I love about my job, actually, no day is like the other. So um, depends if it's a teaching day or not. On a teaching day, I would prepare my teaching sessions, lab sessions, lectures, seminars, whatever's on the schedule. Then I go to university, I deliver my sessions. I normally have meetings with my PhD student or my research students, with colleagues. Then there's still a lot of admin to do. So there is emails from students or from colleagues that I need to answer. And yeah, normally a lot of meetings. I would say my days are filled with meetings. So it sounds like you work with a lot of different people. I work, of course, with my professors, with colleagues or other academics. I work with our uh, fantastic technical team that we have at university, with our subject administrators. But I also work with my students. Let's work through this teaching session together instead of me just standing on the front and, and telling them what I think I have to say for this session. My PhD students, my researchers, this is quite varied, actually. Thank you, Yvonne. What are the most important skills that you need to be able to carry out your role at the university? That's a really difficult question, actually. I am not 100% sure. So there is, of course, there is um, as a people side. So you need a lot of soft skills because I'm in engineering as a biomedical engineer. I don't only teach biomedical engineers, actually, and work with people from different academic backgrounds. So you need to be able to talk to different people, communication skills, team working skills, time management skills. So a lot of soft skills you need, I would say. And that's probably how to manage people, how to manage your own time and a really heavy workload that we have as academics. I think that's probably the main skills to have. And then I need to know about the subjects and the modules that I teach. I teach tissue engineering, um, cell culture, I teach biomedical ethics, for example, regulation standards. So all these things I need to know. How did you get started in your role? You mentioned biomedical engineering was your background. So how did you go from there into becoming a lecturer at the university? I wanted to teach and do research, actually, since I was about 15 or 16. Everything I've done so far was because I wanted this academic role. I wanted this academic job. So I did my A-levels in science. Then I went to university. I did my undergrad degree in biomedical engineering. I did a postgraduate and master's in biomedical engineering. I did some international exchange with South Korea where I studied a year and then I worked a year in South Korea. Came back uh, to Europe, then pursued my PhD in tissue engineering. And after that, I did work as a researcher for a couple of years before I then joined Nottingham Trent University as an academic. Thank you. So you mentioned it was about the age of 15, 16, you decided that you wanted to go into academia. Was there someone or something that inspired you at that point of your life? So uh, there were two things, actually. One thing was probably my biology and chemistry teacher, I have to say, two people who a really, really fantastic way of teaching. At that time, maybe I didn't always think so, but now definitely very hands-on. So it's one thing to have a textbook, but it's another to actually do a hands-on experiment. And I really enjoyed the hands-on practical work. And I thought, oh, I want to know how things work and how I want to find out things. 
So that's the research side of things. And then I always did some private tutation when I was uh, younger, so from 14 onwards. And I really enjoyed it, seeing that someone else understood something was maybe difficult in the beginning and then you try to explain, you try to help, and then this aha moment, you know, when you can see in somebody's face, oh, I understand. So I really enjoyed this. And uh, yeah, here we go, many years later. That's really, really interesting. Thank you. So you mentioned that you did a PhD in tissue engineering. My PhD was on interconnectivity of scaffolds. Okay, in the world, does this mean? It's on biomedical implants. So if you have a tissue damage, traditional methods would involve uh, surgery and really complicated uh, procedures, repeated surgeries, maybe for bone fracture, metal uh, implants, for example. As the idea was to create biomedical implants, artificial implants that can biodegrade over time and that would allow the body to heal itself, basically. And the idea was to look at different designs for it. How can you optimize the design of those implants to get the best cell infiltration and cell growth? Challenging project, but I really enjoyed it. I was working in a fantastic team, a fantastic university. Sounds really interesting. And also the impact that it would have on people's health. Really, really interesting. You mentioned that you really enjoyed biology and chemistry at school. Which would you say are the main school subjects that you actually draw upon now in your current role and even in your PhD studies? So I would probably say biology, chemistry, math and physics. Nobody can do A-levels in all kinds of subjects. It's not possible, but you need a sound foundation in biomedical engineering in science. And biology, chemistry, I still used to, or I used to teach chemistry uh, of materials. So I needed a lot of chemistry background, chemistry knowledge, but also on a day-to-day basis in the laboratory. If you need to prepare certain reagents and chemicals, if I wanted to culture my stem cells, for example, I need to know about stem cell biology. I need to know about chemistry. If I wanted to calculate um, dilutions for, for certain experiments of solutions I need to make, I need math. Are there any myths or misconceptions around working in academia that you come across that you want to address? Misconceptions. We are not on holiday when lectures are over. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't say that on the interview, but very often my students ask me, so Yvonne, are you on holiday when our lectures are over, when we're on holiday? No, we are not. This is actually a very busy time for us because we are preparing for the next academic year. And this is the time when I have time to go to the lab and do my research. This is probably one of the things I would say. We are not on holiday when lectures are over. Brilliant. Thank you. So just to finish, have you got any top tips or advice for young people just starting out in their career journeys? Oh gosh, don't give up. Very often we think um, we can't do things or the things are too difficult. Yes, sometimes things might not be as easy, but I think the main thing is whatever career path you choose, I think the important thing is that you love what you do. And it doesn't have to be biomedical science. It doesn't have to be bioengineering. Anything you, you choose, make sure it's something that you love. Because when you love what you do, you have that go power. So over the years, I've dealt with a lot of rejections, you know, and a lot of failure. So even though it sounds like a straight line journey, it definitely wasn't for me. So it took me a long time to get to where I am now. But because I loved what I do, I kept going. So my take home message is don't give up. Just and love what you do. Well, thank you ever so much for your time today. It's been really, really great to talk to you and really interesting to find out about your current role and how you got there. So thank you very much, Yvonne. Thank you so much.